Ladies and gentlemen, coming up. The WWE held their annual draft. Did you like it? Did you not? I go over those results. Also, AEW Dynamite celebrates one year. All that coming up on this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by, you guessed it, the Wrestling Realm. So, if you are new to this show, first and foremost, Thank you. Thank you for joining. Make sure you go ahead, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Just click, if you're watching me right now, click the button, turn on the bell notifications. That way you're notified every time we drop new content. And go on Twitter or Instagram or, part, you know, both and Facebook. Follow us at Wrestling Realm. I promise you will be entertained. Keep up with us doing live events, you know, either myself or my brother right there on the screen, the real Dwayne Allen, will be the ones that's live tweeting. So make sure you keep in contact with us. Let us know how you feel. We love wrestling. We love to talk about it. And that's the reason why we're, I, I'm here today. To talk about the WWE draft. But before I do that, you know, <sighs> folks, if you know me, you know I'm also a basketball fan. I'm a sports fan in general. And this past Sunday, my Los Angeles Lakers became the 17 time NBA champion. So I'm going to wear my Lakers hat today. I thought about it, and I said, you know what? I'm going to celebrate, you know? I'm going to wear the hat today, you know? I didn't get the, uh, let's see, make sure this is on right. Yeah, we got the logo in center. I didn't get a chance to get the championship logo hat yet. I will, though. But I said, I'm going to wear my hat. And I know we don't have a purple and gold realm shirt, but this is my show. And it's about my boys winning. So, Congratulations to LeBron James, one of the greatest to ever do it. If you, I also host another podcast called Breaking Through the Glass Ceilings, and I also have another one segment on that called Breaking Through the Glass Ceilings with Uncomfortable Conversations. So what I want y'all to do is go over there after you finish the show, check out the episode in which I discuss LeBron James and why you need to stop letting debate shows cause you to hate him. Um, so make sure y'all check that out. I also got some cool interviews. Erica Fernandez was on this week and also did a recap of the Lakers journey. And I also had the 13, I mean, I'm not sure what the great, the age wise, but the Nova Venom girls basketball team so i've been busy this week folks but now it's time to talk wrestling time to switch gears right and let's talk about the wwe draft and we saw you know we're gonna do let's go over the first two rounds from friday night we saw drew mcintyre he the wwe champion first overall pick he's on raw roman reigns 
for for uh, second pick, he's on SmackDown. Not much surprise there. Made total sense. You keep the champions where they are, um, you know, and then you can even go as far as to say Oscar, Raw Women's Champion. She's on Raw. Quite frankly, would made sense to put Bailey, the SmackDown Women's Champion, as the fourth pick. But I guess they wanted to throw a surprise in there in the first round. They wanted us to actually talk about a move, and that's when they decided to go ahead and send Seth Rollins over to SmackDown and then the Hurt Business staying on Monday Night Raw. So I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't like the draft in this format. I would have rather it have been called a superstar shakeup. Because it's like, okay, so we wasted time to hear some people stay the same. And now we actually got to think about, wait, well, who's moving again? So I would have rather they just call it a superstar shakeup. It's just, you know, terminology is different. But why do we need to go through the whole ordeal of, oh, yeah, everybody's getting drafted for most of the people to stay in the same place? I'm just saying. Um, and so, you know, round two, there was AJ Styles. He moves to Monday Night Raw. I didn't think that was far-fetched. Why? Because I know behind the scenes he was upset. Paul Heyman, the reason that the good brothers are no longer in WWE. So I was like, all right, you know, he probably want to get away from Heyman. But Sasha Banks remains on SmackDown. But Naomi goes to Raw while Bianca Belair goes to SmackDown. And then the Raw Women's Tag Team. Well, I should say the Women's Tag Team champs stay on Monday Night Raw. So looking over everything. I'm really excited about Naomi going to Raw. I think it's a fresh start for her. I see her as somebody that it could be believable if she beats Asuka. She could be a believable opponent. But what I did like was seeing the Hurt Business kind of MVP throwing that, hmm, that emoji, I believe it was. So could we see Naomi join the Hurt Business? A lot of people want her to turn heel. Me, nah. but a lot of people want her to turn heel. So this would be the perfect way to do it. You didn't think he was going to get that out of Cedric Alexander. And you see what's going on now. So maybe we will. Maybe we will get that heel Naomi as a part of the Hurt Business. They have this in, you know, he, you know, maybe, maybe if it's, if the things are right and everything's in order, they bring a woman on. So if they're going to be going against Retribution... Then I think it would only make sense. So, you know, we shall see. <laughs> As I sit here, the American League Championship Series is on. Astros just hit a home run. George Springer. Astros are down three games to nothing. And, you know, they're the heels. They're the heels right now in baseball because of the cheating with, you know, using the trash can and somebody using video signals so nobody wants to see the astros win so it would i think you would see so many people that would be happy if they lost at the time of this recording and the rays would go into the world series you would have to worry about the astros being there again but you know so let's go on to the second round of night one and we saw ricochet stand on raw jay uso stand on smackdown we know mandy rose have recently got traded to raw but dominic and ray mysterio going to smackdown while the miz and morrison went to raw and then we saw the new day this is where the big conversation over the weekend uh xavier woods and Kofi Kingston, who would later win the Tag Team Championships, going to Raw. 
while Big E remaining on SmackDown. Dana Brooke and Angel Garza staying on Raw. Well, actually, Dana Brooke going to Raw. And then Mr. um, Otis, Mr. Money in the Bank, staying on SmackDown. So, it makes you wonder, right? You got the New Day. They're split. And you saw it in Big E just did. He looked dejected. Afterwards, you know, you saw and you heard Stephanie McMahon when she was reading. She said, you heard Xavier Woods say, say it, say it, say it, say E's name. And she said, yeah, but he's going to SmackDown. And a lot of people aren't happy about this. Here's what I'll say. Not upset, not upset at all. I think it's interesting. I want to see, I see this as actually an opportunity for Big E. We wanted to see a singles push, and we would have loved to seen the singles push with him as champion, with the New Day in his corner, where you don't have to have someone get jealous. You don't have to have a Kofi Kingston say, well, I want my title back, or Xavier Woods saying, well, I never had my chance. So I understand why people were upset, but I'm going to give this some time, folks. I'm going to give it some time. Let's see what happens. Let's just hope... Big E gets that push that we're all hoping for. Maybe, I'm not going to lie, maybe I would have rather seen it the other way around because I don't see him beating Roman Reigns. But I could see something where Drew would lose the title and then Big E would get from the go be in a program with the next person. Or Big E would turn heel, which I don't think people want that either, especially because we want to see Big E remain true to himself. So... That's what's going to be interesting as we move forth. What happens with Big E and um, the WWE Championship picture? But I think that was certainly the most interesting move. I'll tell you what I didn't like. I didn't care for Dominic and Rey Mysterio moving, especially since Seth Rollins was already on there. And then, you know, as a matter of fact, let's get right into it. We will see Buddy Murphy coming to SmackDown. Something like you're really bringing this whole story to SmackDown when it seemed like there was a, a, a finish, a climax. So I'm not feeling that at all. One of them should have stayed on Raw. But, uh... Umberto Carrillo, he's still on Raw. Tucker moving to Raw. He was that was announced on Talk is Smack. Also, the rest of these, you know, Kalisto, SmackDown, Drew Gulak on Raw. People, um, you know, Otis and Tucker breaking up. Not really sure how I feel about that. I'm not sure if either one of those guys could be stars. And I know Otis is the money in the bank, right? I know he's Mr. Money in the Bank, but how much can he get over? As we get into, now we got the Thunderdome and we have the fans there. Are the fans really going to buy in it, right? Otis moment was supposed to be at WrestleMania. The Thunderdome would have exploded when he finally got Mandy Rose. So now you're wondering, okay, Tucker's over there. Will there be some sort of Tucker and Mandy situationship? For an entanglement while Otis is on SmackDown laugh hurting. Who knows? I'll tell you this though. It's hard for me to see Otis cashing in. The more he holds that briefcase and the longer he has it, it's like, I don't know, man. I think he's going to be a failed cash in. I think, honestly, when you look at the history of all the men's money in the bank, money in the bank briefcase holders, I think Otis has the um, less likelihood to do so rate 
since Baron Corbin. You know, many people may say Damian Sandow, or maybe you may even have some folks say Daniel Bryan because they knew how the company felt about him. But Sandow, you felt that before they put the belts back together, you felt like he was okay. This is a guy who's going to be next in line. He can talk and he can wrestle. So, you know, they'll find something, he'll gain their momentum, and boom, he'll cash in. At that time, Corbin with the hair, there was no way you thought he was going to be WWE champion. I'll say for me. So it looked like he was the least, like the less percentage. And that's the same way I feel about Otis. So let's move on. Um, Raw, the draft took place Monday night. So, you know, Raw gets the fiend. He was the number one draft pick for Monday Night Raw. Uh, he was there before, and then he went to SmackDown. Now he will try to get the WWE Championship eventually. And then we got Bailey staying on SmackDown. Randy Orton staying on Raw. The Street Profits, the Raw Tag Team Champions, going to SmackDown. And now, you know, you may have missed Oh, Charlotte Flair going to Raw. You may have missed it. But they did, for those wondering... They did exchange the tag team championships. Um, Otis, I mean, not Otis. Uh, the Street Profits and the New Day exchanged the tag team championships. I didn't hate this. I thought this made a lot of sense. You got two tag teams. They're both faces. They're both well-like. And let's be real, they both black. Let them just do a friendly exchange and go from there. No need to get all crazy with, oh, we got to have a match and all that stuff. No, nah, just simply hand the titles over. No need to call it a Raw tag team. The Raw, you know, I back in the day, this would have worked because you had the WWE Tag Team Championship and you had the World Tag Team Championship. So that could have worked. But in the first place, why did you even switch the titles? Who knows? But, um, you know, round two on Monday Night Raw, we saw Braun Strowman. He's returning to Monday Night Raw. Daniel Bryan staying. Matt Riddle going. Kevin Owens going. Jeff Hardy going. So now things are starting to get interesting without a doubt because you're starting to see movement, right? You got... Strowman on Monday Night Raw, and then this is going to be fun. But I'm really excited to see what Kevin Owens does on SmackDown. As long as he don't become the face of the you, uh, you know, obviously U.S. title is on Raw. But as long as he doesn't try that, you know, he was on SmackDown a while ago when Kofi was uh, chasing the championship. I like to see him get some sort of momentum back. I think a babyface Kevin Owens would definitely work with a heel Roman Reigns. Let's see what we can get out of that. Obviously, you got Daniel Bryan going after to try to take down the Tribal Chief. All this leading up, you know, Roman looks like he's going to hold that title well past WrestleMania. So I think these are two feuds that I want to see. And then Matt Riddle going to Raw. I think he's going to do well in Raw Underground perfectly. Um, I did read something about Seth Rollins not wanting to work with him. So I think that's why he was sent over to Monday Night Raw. Uh, it was some things Riddle's wife said about Becky Lynch. So I, I believe so. I could be wrong, but I believe that's what I read. And Jeff Hardy's going to Raw. We know I'm definitely looking to see him work with the younger talent. So then what else we got? Um... 
Retribution. They're on Monday Night Raw, so I guess they stay put. Will they be interrupted SmackDown? Um, so, but Lars Sullivan really don't care about him. He's there, has a job. Uh, he's a racist prick. So that's all we're gonna talk about. Uh, but. Keith Lee stand on Raw. Alexa Bliss, that's the move. You know, Baron Corbin stand on SmackDown. Uh, but Alexa Bliss going to Monday Night Raw with The Fiend, that's going to be very interesting, you know. And I don't think that's over because I do think that we'll see a um, sister Abigail in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Um, but we also saw Nikki Cross going to Raw. So maybe Nikki Cross honestly still could be that sister Abigail. Maybe we'll see uh, these ladies under a guy like The Fiend. Don't be surprised. But uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode on SmackDown. Uh, R-Truth stand on Raw. Apollo Crews going to SmackDown. Davakoto stand on Raw. I, I like Apollo Crews going there. Quite frankly, I was tired of seeing him work with the Hurt Business. So I think this is good for him. I want to see, you know, him work with a Sami Zayn and whatnot. See what happens as far as uh, those are concerned. And then we saw Titus O'Neil. He's going to stand on Raw. Carmella stand on SmackDown. Uh, Alistair Black's going to SmackDown, which I'm like, all right, Kevin Owens is going there. Like, what's up with the switch? <laughs> you know, Akira Tozawa stand on Raw, Peyton Royce stand on Raw. What's what? Like, really, what's up with the switch, guys? I I don't get it. Is this necessary? Must we have this? You know, I I like some of these stories just need to die. You know, I would have loved to see Alistair Black stay on. Raw and maybe see him get incorporated with the fiend or somebody. Shucks. And then you know, uh, round seven, we saw Lana. She's staying on Raw. Natalia's going to SmackDown. So those two are breaking up. Obviously, we saw them, you know, have their issue on Monday Night Raw, but that marriage is over with. Uh, but, you know, Natalia to me is good wherever she goes. She can work with anyone. Uh, and then Riddick Moss going to Raw, the Riot Squad going to SmackDown. Uh, you know, <laughs> it was like it is what it is. And Arturo Ruiz going to Monday Night Raw. So that is the WWE draft. Uh, overall, like I said, I wish it would have been called a super show. I didn't hate the draft. I didn't. But. There were some things I'm wondering, why did uh, stories have to go from one side to the other? Why couldn't they just stay? You know what I mean? Like, why couldn't they just stay and put, stay put? It's not necessary to take one storyline from one show to the next show unless, unless Fox really wanted this and USA really wanted it. And that was what I said in the beginning. You was going to see a lot of stuff dictated by the television deals and the television networks. We saw last year, and it was a little cheesy, when we saw the boardroom of USA and Fox in there and when they were selecting the players. Obviously, we're in... Um, in the midst of a COVID uh, pandemic. So that's the reason why we didn't see that, I'm pretty sure. So what happens from here? I think the biggest um, could be the, you know, let's look, you know, when the biggest winner, when I really look at it, to me, is SmackDown. 
like I said, getting a guy like a Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan on the same show. You're going to have Sami Zayn over there. Big E's still there. Otis has the money in the bank briefcase. Um, then the women's uh, division. Uh, so I do think SmackDown, matter of fact, I did find a cool graphic I'm going to uh, display. But I do think SmackDown did do well as far as the draft is concerned. AJ Styles was on Raw and... <laughs> If you guys get a chance, go back and watch uh, AJ Styles and R-Truth on, um, what's that show? Well, I guess it was on Raw Talk. Yeah, and R-Truth said, you know, you build houses, right? Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what about, I think he said condominiums or something. But, I mean, it was just classic R-Truth. You know, he was asking, like, why leave? You know, so... And that was the thing, but um, like I said, SmackDown, Bailey's at the head. She's the champion. It's you know the head of the table. <laughs> They're still relying for Roman Reigns, but to see a Zelina Vega get an opportunity eventually, to see Bianca Belair on SmackDown, I think that's gonna be good. I want to see Bianca says she wants to work with a Sasha Banks. I could see that happening. Maybe that's the matchup after WrestleMania. We don't need to rush. A lot of these women to get in the ring with Bailey, but I also understand. So let's just say, all right, if I'm booking right and I'm looking at the way things are going and I'm looking at this roster we have here, what I see is Sasha, um, Bailey and Sasha probably ended in some sort of uh, way where Sasha get hurt and she'll be out for the next few months, right? So I need to set up matches. For Bailey to keep winning as we get headed for the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, if my ultimate plan is Sasha and Bailey. So then I could see each member of the Riot Squad getting an opportunity. Tamina probably getting another opportunity. Obviously, Natalia, Zelina Vega, Billy Kay, and Carmella. And I hate to say that, but I do see them at, uh, lining up to fall to Bailey. I noticed I did not say Bianca Belair. I would save and protect her. I would have her beat the other ladies and, you know, maybe exchange some wins and put her in the program and then save her championship opportunities for getting ready for SummerSlam. And that's when she would take the title from Sasha Banks. So that's how I would do if I was booking, folks. You know, so we're going to see. Um, but like I said, as far as the men, you know, I see people working with, uh, I see a Daniel Bryan. I see a Kevin Owens. All these guys working with a Roman Reigns as we get ready. Nine times out of ten, you know, I think it's all, it's all but written in stone that we're getting Roman versus The Rock. So you look at who will he face, you know. And then, like I said, when I look at, these, um, you know, we are, we already know we got Jey Uso coming back up, but like I said, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, I don't see King Corbin or Lars Sullivan in there just because they are baby faces. I mean, heels and I do, but I do see, um, I hate to say this guys, but I do see Otis uh, uh, having an attempt at cash in. I can see Otis doing a cash in where he says, Hey, I want to get that opportunity and let's have the match here. And then he loses. I can see Apollo Cruz being somebody. And Alistair Black. These are just people I see 
being in these matches just to, um, you know, just along the path. I, and I hate to put it like that, but that's just this. Um, that's just the way we're in wrestling right now. We're not in a situation where we have people on SmackDown that it's believable that they will beat Roman Reigns. It's just not on Raw. It's believable that Randy Orton will beat a Drew McIntyre. If done right, Strowman could beat him. I don't see Keith Lee doing it, but, you know, possibly. And then there's always AJ Styles. I mean, you never can go wrong with AJ Styles. Do I see McIntyre holding the title all the way to WrestleMania? I'm not quite sure. I could see him losing it and winning a Royal Rumble all over again, or not even winning a Rumble, just getting in the match again. But then again, you know, AJ Styles could be penciled in to win the Royal Rumble. So much. We're in October, but before you know it, we'll be in the thick of WrestleMania season. But I'm going to go ahead and take a break, folks. Um, a while ago, the real Dwayne Allen and I put together these uh, comeback video. And sometimes, you know, I like to just watch it because it's one of my favorite projects that we did. So therefore, if you're new to this show and this is your first time, after you finish the show, watch the full video. But here's a clip of what I'm talking about. The following announcement has been paid for by the Wrestling Realm. You already know who we are. But you don't know why we're back. Hey guys. I feel like they hear us, but they're just not listening. So I feel it is our responsibility to make them listen. Now you see one thing in these past four years. I didn't went through all these channels. Nothing, nothing, nothing. We've come back to, I don't know, purge the internet wrestling community of something that has plagued it for years. They got you talking. They got me talking? You don't talk. I don't talk. I, this, I don't do this. <laughs> okay? This is not my thing. You show up, you kick butt on the show, and that's it. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you check out that video. Like I said, it's one of my most favorite projects. AEW, tonight they celebrated their anniversary. Now, technically, the anniversary was the first Wednesday in the month. Uh, shout out to... Shout out to the company. Shout out to the company. Just the, um, you know, a year. Uh, it's a year on television. You know, I'm going to put my TV hat on. All shows don't get renewed. <laughs> How many shows have you watched that you really enjoy? And then, boom, they took it away from you. There's a show called Deception on NBC a few years ago with my favorite actress, Megan Good. And I watched the show. And I, it, look, I'm going to tell you how much I liked it. It came on 8 o'clock on Monday nights. I would watch that, that whole first hour and then catch up on Raw later. That's how much I like Deception. Well, didn't last that long, folks. They took it away from us. Um, and, you know, it's quite a few other shows. But AEW, for them to last a year, I think this is phenomenal. Now, I know last week they were celebrating 30 years of Jericho, so maybe that's why they didn't want to put it all together. And shout out to my girl, Britt Waters. I was uh, watching her video. Make sure you check her out on um Instagram and Twitter at It's Britt Waters. And she did a reaction to what she thought about the Chris Jericho. And 
she agreed with me. I'm not going to give away her video because I want you to go to her Instagram story. I mean, Instagram TV and watch it yourself because it's a great video. And Brit is really very, very knowledgeable when it comes to professional wrestling. I really enjoy her content and she has more shirts than I do. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Like she got the shirts, the shorts, all that. So shout out to Britt Waters. Um, shout out to those wrestling girls. Those are some of my favorite women in wrestling when it comes to content creators. Please support them. They are doing a fantastic job. So I got to give a shout out. It's, it's Britt Waters and those wrestling girls, Krista B and Queen PR. I promise you will love their content. They are putting out some of the best out there right now. But like I said, Britt said the same thing I said about Chris Jericho as far as the 30 years was concerned. But tonight, uh, I enjoyed the show. I was flipping back between that and NXT, but I really enjoyed the uh, Jericho and MJF. I like this dynamic. Is MJF like, are they going to do business together or what? That's what I want to know. You know, as as Chris Jericho is somebody I would rather see as the a, I would rather see him as the AEW champion, even though he isn't right now. I still want to say, okay, what you got for me? And I like this dynamic with him and MJF. So I'm really I'm interested to see what happens. Were they supposed to have a dinner? I can't remember the exact. The way they pronounce it, something, something fancy. But they're supposed to have a dinner next week. So we're going to see what happens when these uh, charismatic individuals come together. Let's see. Will, will, will MJF join the inner circle? Only time will tell. Uh, but also, uh, we saw the Matt, one of the matches that stood out to me because he yeah, had the tag team titles was on the line, but FTR, they found a way to cheat. They're still champions. Uh, the women's championship was on the line. I ain't gonna lie. I was disappointed that Big Swole didn't become the women's champion tonight. I was like, all right, AEW, you know, y'all ain't too. Everybody wants to talk about the racism in the WWE, but AEW ain't doing much better when it comes to their champions. I'm just saying. Uh, but we saw the uh, TNT Championship online, Orange Cassidy and Cody Rhodes. First of all, let's address this. Cody Rhodes, he went back to Blonde. I saw he tweeted that Blondes have more fun. Now, I got to give a shout out to my brother, the real Dwayne Allen, because we talked about this. So this is more his idea. This is his department. If you don't know, he's the owner of the TRDA brand, a clothing line. As a matter of fact, he designed this shirt and the shirts you see on the posters and the other shirts I have. All the shirts I have, Dwayne designer. But he brought up a point. He said, why would Cody change his hair to black if they just came out with the toys? Like, that's not good marketing sense. So... We saw that, and we saw he came back to it. Good move. Him and Orange Cassidy went to the time limit. I like that. It's something you don't see every week, and that's what I'm about. When you don't see it every week, keep it special. Keep it special, folks. So uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens next. But then we go to the AEW Championship, the main event. It was Lance Archer. 
coming up short against John Moxley. Folks, I am bored with Moxley being the champion. I know I probably said that six, seven, eight months ago. But quite frankly, I'm bored with him. You know, he won the championship. And y'all remember his WWE title run wasn't great at all. It was boring as well. And I think the company would be a lot further if Chris Jericho or Cody was champion. I'm going to just keep it real. You know, yeah, Moxley got the name. He had that free agent buzz. But then what? Like the buzz wore off. And that's what I think a lot of people may feel what happened with CM Punk. Yeah, he used to show up and then what? Like Miro. He was there. He was there tonight. But do we really care? Are we, do we really care about Miro? It's not Rusev Day anymore. Lights out. So, but next week starts our tournament. And as I throw that on your screen. Now, if you have the superior wrestling intellect that we have on this show, you can clearly look at this tournament and see that this is not set up for <laughs> Jungle Boy and Joey Janela to meet in the finals. That will not happen. And if it does, then I have no hope in this company. But you can see that's not the, that's not what's going to happen, folks. Now, I think back to the TNT tournament, TNT title tournament, where Cody would win. And I was like, all right, well, that was kind of set up. But then sometimes they do throw curveballs. You know, you look at the tag team tournament and they threw curveballs in there. But I think it's obvious here. I think it's so obvious that you're going Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. It makes the most sense. And I wouldn't be mad. As a matter of fact, I would love to see it. Bring back some order because Omega needs to get dig deep. And be the Omega that we saw in New Japan that we was hoping would go and show up at a Royal Rumble. That we was hoping that would go and appear in NXT. And we would say, no, he's too good to be in NXT. We want to see him in the WWE because he's that damn good. That's the Omega we wanted to see. Instead... The same Omega that people said Vince McMahon would ruin has been getting ruined by AEW. He's a glorified wrestler. That's the way he's being booked. He's not entertaining. He's not somebody that looks to be drawing money and on the commercials and all over the place, all over the TNT networks. Sure, he's at the game and conferences, but he's better than that. And I want to see in this tournament that he be better than that. I understand he's an executive vice president for the company. But guess what? Sometimes in order to do something right, you got to do it yourself. And I think Kenny Omega should be the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. And that's what I hope happens at the end of this tournament, ladies and gentlemen. So we shall see. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to go over the rest. You know, I'm giving my prediction. Kenny Omega will win this. And the finals will take place at full gear on November 7th. K 
Kenny Omega will be next in line for the AEW Championship. But we also saw at the end of the match, Lance Archer, like I said, came up short. And we saw Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston talk about, you know, he told everybody when they was banging, they was, um, you know, beating up on Moxley. Dark Order, I think it was, or somebody. And Eddie Kingston said, no, stop him. Told his guys to stop him. And then what happened? He would hit him with a spinning back fist. So that looks like that's the next time. But do we really think Eddie Kingston is going to be the AEW champion? I'll tell you this. He's more entertaining than John Moxley. You know, he gets the microphone. He never stops running his mouth. And that's the thing. You don't want to see anybody stop running their mouth. So we shall see. But folks, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. You know why? Because I've had a long week of podcasting. And tomorrow's Thursday and Friday. And I got some interviews lined up. So make sure you check out all my content. You got me right here on Break It Down with Brian H. You know, I'm going to bring forth another wrestler for the culture. If you haven't done so, check out Dedicated to Hard Work. That's still Aaron. We're up to episode number five right now the story of 2019 and then if you're listening to this late thursday episode six just dropped so make sure you check that out as well so make sure you check that out on b waters productions uh youtube that's my production company so until the next time folks i'm brian h waters i thank you for tuning in i thank you for your support because you don't have to, but you've done so. And I really appreciate it. We're 166 episodes in, and we're not slowing down anytime soon. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.